Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Welcome to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town, the cold town of Eastland, Texas. Yes, it is 32 degrees this morning. I guess when we're complaining about now just having to turn on our heaters after a couple days, the people up north might be rolling their eyes at us. Uh, Nonetheless, it is the Christmas season, and so we're supposed to be warm and cozy. And I wanted to start out by uh, telling you something I read. I know if you listen to the show at all, you know I love Reader's Digest stories. They just get me going. And uh, there was one that was talking about uh, a wife and her husband had put an assortment of beauty products in her stocking. And she had tried on one of the face masks and about to wash it off. And her eight-year-old son walks in and she explained to him that it was a present from his dad and it was going to make her beautiful. And so he patiently waited as she rinsed off her face and patted herself dry and looked in the mirror and looked at him and said, well, what do you think? And the little boy told her, um, mom, it didn't work. (laughs) Kids. Brutally honest, no doubt, uh, but aren't they the best? And that is what we are going to be talking about on Life Planning 101 today is kids. Well, adult kids. And really, you know, if we want to, you know, face truth, have a little truth and grace, so to speak, as we call it, you know, if you are the adult kid, you probably need to listen to this too and and maybe reverse trend. We've got an article that will be in uh, Life Planning 101 today. You can shoot it over to your parents. It's uh, www.kennedy-financial.com. Make sure you're signed up for our weekly life lessons. It's a great newsletter every week. Uh, not only do you get this, but uh, there is a market report in there. Uh, Aaron and Matt, our CFA, Aaron and his money management team, they do a weekly little update um, over what's going on in the markets. And I know that's a big concern. You know, there's, it, it just doesn't seem like anything's happening the way it should be happening these days. And so uh, that's always great to have. And then we have some other tidbits and tax planning. We've got our, you know, sister firm, Briscoe and Associates, and we usually have something in there from them. So uh, it's a great little resource. And every week that we do Life Planning 101, we try to coin in a corresponding article. So you kind of get the written words, so to speak, in, in addition to that, in case you know, you, you, you're not an auditory, you want to go see something physically, or we got a little bit detailed and it's in there. So uh, make sure you're subscribed to that. It, it really is a value. And pass it along to the people that you care about. It's a great Christmas gift because... We don't like charge. We don't have something that you have to sign up for to get it. You just get it. And then it's a ton of value and it's pertinent. We're not just pulling in canned information from different places every week. We're doing it from things that we know are important to people. And this week is no different. It is about the must-have money talk with your adult kids. Hmm. Yeah, okay, you might want to just turn off the show. (laughs) Nobody wants to talk about money with their kids. That's not fun, especially if I'm bringing this up over the holidays. Oh, but it is intentional, and you know it is if I'm doing it. So here we are. That ran across some statistics, and I got kind of curious about this, so I started to do a little digging. And the reason I did was there was an article that came out this year in Forbes, and it said, should inheritance be 
a retirement strategy. And I thought to myself, I thought, do people really think that way? Like, is that common? I mean, that they're writing an editorial over this, that there's enough people that would actually question if that should be their retirement uh, strategy, that they just live 90 to nothing and never prepare for anything in their life and wait to bada bing, bada boom, have something land in their lap and know how to take care of it. And everything's just going to be jolly and good. I really was kind of surprised. So I started looking up some statistics here about, okay, so my first Google question was, how many people think this way, right? Well, of course I get the young folks in there first. And I came across some information on 18 to 22 year olds. Okay, so this one might not be as surprising, you know, as some of these others that I'm going to share with you are, but I came across this information on 18 to 22 year olds uh, from a Bloomberg study. And again, all of this is on Weekly Life Lessons in our article. If you want the actual uh, resources, make sure you go there. And they are little great reads. They really are. And they're very complimentary to what we're talking about today. But 63%, 63%. That is a big number. If you really think about it, that is over six out of 10 people that are affluent young adults. So meaning they've grown up in a household that's considered affluent, comfortable, enjoyed the fruits of their parents' labor, so to speak. They say that their financial stability and retirement will depend on inheritance. Think about that. Their financial stability, that's what they're going into college believing. Well, no wonder they're not motivated, right? I mean, there is that one little aspect to it. But but really, I mean, think about it this way. As I thought, you know, if that's how you're starting out your life and not just saying, you know, I've got to find a great career to be attached to for the next 30 years. I've got to find a, um, you know, something that I can build up and start putting more money back later on. If you don't have that when you're 18 to 22 years old and you're not thinking that way, then what are you thinking? You know, no wonder you might be um, having kind of a a degree or no degree whatsoever and thinking that you're going to be okay because you've got this retirement windfall down the road and all you got to do is survive between now and then. What a way to think, right? And in all fairness, I work with a lot of people. And one of the questions we ask, especially like younger adults that have kids that are teenagers or younger, and we ask them, Which is the priority here? Is it helping fund your children's school or is it retirement? Because sometimes you have to choose. And you'd be surprised by the number of people that say, well, I told my kids, I I promised them that I would help them fund their school. So that is what we're going to do. And so telling that your kids that you're going to fund their school, what does that preempt them to believe about their future financial situation coming from their parents? They may think, well, my parents were able to pay for my school. There might be more coming or there will be more coming or I'll never have to worry. I can always fall back on my parents. There's a lot to be said around this statistic. We'll get more to that in a minute. Let's move on to the next statistic for a second. So this next statistic is talking about millennials. I kind of moved up a, a little group here and I guess I guess I did. I don't keep so much track of it anymore about which group is considered which group, but millennials. And this came from a 2017 study of Naxtis. And again, um, great little read on this about um, what millennials are expecting and what the actuality is. And 68%, okay? So, so we actually went up, not 63, 68%. That's almost seven out of 10 millennials expect an inheritance and 
planned to quit working at age 59 on average. Now, I don't know about you and how many baby boomers you know, but the baby boomers I know like to have a dang good time. They are not like the silent generation that doesn't spend any money. Yes, there are some, there are a few, but most baby boomers really want to kind of go out with their last breath and their last dollar if they have their way. You know, they'd much rather have fun and, and blow their kids' inheritance, so to speak. So this was shocking. This was really, really shocking. And to add to that, so I then I looked up, I thought, okay, well, you know, this millennial generation, that is the baby boomers' kids. So how many... How many of those those baby boomers are actually planning to leave an inheritance? And this was a statistic given this year, and they no joke, fifty-seven um, percent of boomers don't expect to leave one dime. So sixty-eight percent millennials are expecting it. Fifty-seven percent of boomers don't expect to leave a dime. Yes, I know what you're thinking, that little E word that goes around about millennials all the time, right? Entitlement. And just remember, half the generation hates the other half of the generation because, you know, they're a divided generation for that fact. That number doesn't look like that. That number doesn't look like an entitlement 50% of millennials. That's 68%. I would call that some disconnect. I don't know about you, but I think it's some disconnect. So let's get to the third statistic. Because this is just in generics. This isn't taking a specific age group. It's just in generics. And uh, this statistic actually came from a Merrill Edge study in 2018 that one in three people are planning on getting a big inheritance. One in three. A big inheritance. Huh. So where is all this coming from? And this is where that Cirilli study comes in. So it's actually got a name. Okay, if you remember, we had the baby boom generation. Um, now we've got a name for this, what's called great wealth transfer, okay? And it is happening, and it's going to continue to happen. There is $84 trillion of wealth that is expected to transfer from one generation to the next from today until 2045. $84 trillion. Okay, so I say that number, that is like a little bit unfathomable number and I get it let me put it in a little perspective it may not help a lot um, but a little perspective is this so that is almost three times the size of our national debt yes we have a national debt problem if you you didn't weren't aware of that if you don't ever listen to the news you might not be but you know that's also an outrageous number right but this is three times that amount wow so there is a ton of wealth that is going to be transferring or spent between now and 2045. It might also explain a lot of things of why this year it's like, where's all this money coming from with the economy tightening, right? Mm, it explains a lot. So I think this is uh, also something to be said of, you know, money is free right now. It's probably freer than it's ever been in this country. Yes, we are in a um, debated recession and there are families struggling but for the most part you know americans walk around and they don't know what it means to be poor even the poorest americans don't know what it means to be poor and i would argue anybody that wants to argue me on that statement after being to third world countries and spending a significant amount of time there that if you are an american you have the opportunity to be whatever the heck you want to be and just get up and do it right and we walk around with this attitude in this country that, you know, things will just be okay. And we don't 
really necessarily always try for things to be better. And yeah, that's going to reverse course. But today, you know, many people are walking around with this delusion that this great retirement is in the future for them and they're not going to have to to save for it. And if that is your kids, how does that make you feel? What are your first thoughts about that? Maybe the money's there. Maybe the money's not there. Gets you to thinking, have I actually had these conversations with my kids? Should I be having these conversations with my kids? I don't want to be having these conversations with my kids. Well, when we come back on Life Planning 101, that is exactly what we're going to want to address. You're not going to want to miss it. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group on this December morning. And we are talking about the must-have money conversation that you will have with your kids. But before we dive in, I want to share another fun little story um, I read out of the Reader's Digest in Canada. And um, it was called Like Father, Like Son. It said, one evening, I arrived home from work to find the lights out. My wife had prepared a lovely candlelit dinner, and our two young sons, Garrett and Selden, were dressed in their suits. Hey, I joked, didn't we pay our hydro bill? A few months later, during Christmas Eve candlelit procession, the church was packed and silent when Garrett asked, Hey, Dad, did they not pay their hydro bill too? <laughs> I thought that was very fitting for our conversation today because a lot of finance stuff, if your kids don't learn it from you, who the heck are they going to learn this from in reality? Um, we've been talking about the problem with financial literacy in this country for, hmm, I don't know, I've been in business close to 17 years and I know um, it's been a situation since then. And I grew up as a financial advisor's daughter and uh, no fault to my dad, you know, here he was, had started from nothing and uh, grew up just working to make ends meet and building a business. And I graduated high school without really a lot of understanding of a financial picture. And so this is an issue. And we are talking today about um, expectations that your kids might have because they think and they may be counting on their retirement coming from an inheritance. You know, gone are the days that you work for a company for 30, 40 years. Uh, we have a few clients that I would say are, you know, in their uh, empty nesting years that have actually done this. But for the most part, people have switched jobs three, four, five times. It's a very different world that we're living in. And, you know, I think it's even more important than ever to help your kids get on the right track as early as you can about what they should be doing for their, their own retirement. And it's the last thing you're really thinking about when you launch them out of the house. I mean, first of all, you worry about them, right? Doing something crazy in college. Uh, second of all, you're kind of relieved to have them out the front door. <laughs> um, but then also, you know, you're, you're just helping them kind of as life goes on. You're not helping them think this long term down the road. But there's a problem with that. It's a big disconnect. Because here's this generation that believes that they're going to inherit this wealth and, and they can pick whatever career they want to pick and not really have to worry about saving for retirement, build a lifestyle, build a lifestyle around not saving. Think about that. You know the impact of that. If you over leverage yourself, if you overdo it, 
backing out of that is a nightmare. And so, you know, helping your kids get a good start to really get their bearings and know what they should build a life around within their means is important because I don't know about you, but I remember getting my first paycheck and how excited I was and how much money I thought it was. And looking back on it now, I'm like, how did I ever live on that amount of money? Yeah, and so, but I lived on every penny, right? I used every penny of it. And so, you know, teaching them that they can't use every penny of it, and this is how they need to start their life. I, I actually was honored enough uh, to work with the third generation of a family that we have worked with for, gosh, I don't know, a few decades now. And uh, the gal just got out of college, and we're sitting there. She's like, I just want to do this right. And I was like, man, I, I can't tell you how awesome this is that we're having this conversation because you don't usually have that conversation. And then they build this lifestyle that they can't support. Furthermore, they can't support, they can't find the money to save. When we all know you should save for yourself first, you should pay yourself first, you should put back for your future first. And we know that power of time value of money, but yet these conversations get backburnered. And why do they get backburnered? Because families don't like to talk about money. And I don't blame you. Trust me, I get it. You don't want to share your financial financial um, situation with your kids for a variety of reasons. And I've heard them and I know them and I get it. And I, I don't judge by any means. Our job is to help people to figure out how to do it without doing it. Get that. How to do it without doing it. Because you may be unintentionally empowering your kids' bad savings habits. You'll wake up 20 years down the road and say, what did I do wrong? And well, it was one thing. It came down to one missing conversation in their life of setting appropriate expectations for your child. Maybe that leads to other conversations, yes, but they got to know. They got to know. If they don't know and they assume and they assume the wrong way, it could be really, really, really dire for their family down the road, dire for them down the road. And, and you may be saying, well, heck, if they, they can't figure it out to you know, make sure that they're, they're doing this on their own accord and they should be thinking that way anyway, shame on them. And you may be right. You know, you really may be right. We are supposed to all just take care of ourselves first, right? And not depend on anybody else. There's no doubt about that. But you're also their parent. Yeah, boom, I stung you. <laughs> I know, you hate to hear that when you're their parent and you don't want to have the conversation. You're looking for every reason not to have that conversation. But it's one of the most important conversations that you'll ever have with your kid because it's setting them up for their entire future based on what the actual truth is. So when we come back on Life Planning 101, I want to talk about the truth in two domains. I want to talk about the truth that maybe there is going to be an inheritance that I don't want them to know the size of the inheritance because I don't want them to count on it. And maybe there isn't going to be an inheritance and I don't know how to just break it to them gently. <laughs> I don't know how to say no to my kids. Yes, we hear that too. So when we come back on Life Planning 101, you're not going to want to miss it. The must-have money talk with your kids. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group. We are talking about something that is probably making your skin crawl. The must-have money talk with your kids. Will they be getting an inheritance? Are they counting on that for their retirement strategy? You might be surprised. If you've missed any part of the show, you have to go back and listen because we've hit you square between the eyes with 
some things that you may not want to hear, but you need to hear if you love your kids. And that's the bottom line of it. And you know, I think about this and I think about you're empowering your kids on whatever you're telling them or not telling them with their savings habits. And Coach Lou Holtz famously said this, and we use this all the time in business, you know, in this world, you're either growing or you're dying. So get in motion and grow. Well, generational wealth works a lot that way. If your kids aren't prepared to grow it, well, what's it doing? And if they're already thinking on how they're going to spend it in retirement, well, well, we have a lot of work cut out for us in that situation, parents, right? You know, the reality is, is how did you get there? How did you get where you are today? And my bet is, is that it was one paycheck at a time for the most part. Yes, you might have had a small inheritance or an unearned windfall. You may have had an inheritance that helped you blow up a business and, and do awesome. You may have had an inheritance and you blew it. It doesn't matter. You are where you are today and the majority of your success was earned. And that is your story. And all that good and bad and ugly and fun in between is also your story. And your kids need to know that story. They need to understand where things come from and how it's earned. And then, you know, you need to shoot straight with them. You know, yes, we help people say things without saying them, so to speak. But if they're thinking that they're going to get a massive inheritance and that's going to be their retirement plan, and maybe you're sitting here thinking, well, I don't know if they think they're thinking that. Well, then, yeah, you need to tell them. You need to say, we're spending it all. And we're not joking. <laughs> you, you may be getting something, but don't plan your retirement on it. You may be getting something, but if you die, your spouse doesn't because it's going to those grandkids. How about that one? That's something that families don't often plan for is what about that daughter-in-law you love to death and you want to make sure she's taking care of something happens, but you didn't really put that in your estate planning and it goes down to the grandkids and oops, they're 18 years old. Get that money and blow it. Wow. That might be some other planning for another day. If you want to have what you had as a kid, Make it happen for yourself. Your inheritance is going to the grandkids. Your inheritance is going to this charity. We gave you enough. Anything left is gone. Whatever that story is, your kids need to know it. They need to know it because it's going to put them in drive. It's going to put them in gear, so to speak, so that it can spark some conversations around, well, how do we do that? How can we? It's so hard to live right now. How do we do that? Great questions. Great questions. We just opened the door to impart some financial wisdom and really help them with their planning or otherwise. It's a scary conversation. It's a scary thing to do, but my gosh, is it good. So good. It creates so many seeds and the good that can come out of it for generations, not just your kids, is huge. So final question with all this is, I did kind of plan the timing of this article. It's Christmas. Yep, I'm making your skin crawl again, and I know it. And most likely, you're going to see your kids over Christmas. And I would suggest you use a few of those punchlines we just talked about to at least segue into, well, let's talk about that. Let's discuss this more. And maybe you need us to help you formulate all this. That is completely fine. That's what we do. We're happy to do it. The biggest thing is, is that you're giving them a really good Christmas gift if you're helping them set expectations for their future. And you do it because you love your kids, as ornery or dysfunctional as they are. With that, my name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. God bless everyone. Merry Christmas, because the next show that you'll be getting will be after that lovely holiday when our Savior was born to come and take the sins away of this world. Cheers to you, God bless, and join us next time on Life Planning 101. 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.